0: What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Circle of Slime. It's me, your boy Skinny. I'm joined by Jazzy J and the one and only Ozzy Fresh.
1: What up, everybody? Happy
0: Taco Tuesday
1: to everybody out there, Ooh. even though it was a Pizza Tuesday for me. But happy Taco Tuesday to everybody else.
0: It is indeed a Tuesday. It is a Miami Heat victory Tuesday. Uh, We gave the Knicks, those bums, another shellacking yesterday. Um, Let's just jump right into it, man. Let's get into Miami Heat semi-final game four talk, um, immediate reactions. I just want to go around the table and talk to you guys. I'm going to go first. Um, I still don't understand, um, the hype behind the New York Knicks. I don't understand why everybody thought they were so good. Um, this team to me is just truly underrated. I mean, overrated, excuse me. If there's anyone that's underrated, it's your eighth seed, Miami heat, but I think the Knicks are truly over overrated. Brunson is a good player. Um, Julius Randle, I've been saying it for years, boys. The guy's a fucking choker. Um, (laughs) And now he's not showing up in the playoffs. Um, R.J. Barrett tends to just disappear. Um, Tom Thibodeau is getting his ass out, coach, no matter how perfect he's calling these timeouts, way better than uh, Budenhoser. But uh, the Knicks are just really overrated to me. Uh, We said it in the last couple of episodes. We saw how well the Heat did. Um, In game two, even without Jimmy Butler and guys, I'll tell you every team that wins game one on the road, what happens in game two?
1: They win again.
0: No, they don't. You're wrong. I don't know. I don't know what's going
1: on here. I don't know where we're going with this. Jason's just looking down. I was looking at him the whole time to just say it.
0: they get blown out. Every team that usually wins game one on the road, game two, you get blown out. It happened to Philly. It happened to the Lakers. Uh, It just happens. But the Miami Heat, they end up going into a game and they lose by four points. If it wasn't for Scott Foster and Jimmy Butler, we'd probably have swept this series already. Without our best player, too. Correct. So, immediate post game reaction the Knicks are overrated. Uh, we just need to get this series over with and get some rest and be ready to play the winner of the Philly Boston game. Um, Slime, I'll come to you second. Immediate reaction from uh, the Heat's game four victory over the uh, New York Knickerbockers.
1: Aside from everything that you stated, which was all factual, um, I think that they themselves have given up. I think the Knicks themselves proved it even with Julius Randle's postgame interview. When they asked him, how are you guys getting out that He's like, I guess they wanted it more. Like how <laughs> can you say that in the most competitive time of the playoffs, you're on the brink of elimination. And that's how you come out speaking that maybe they just want it more than you do. What's that supposed to mean that you don't want to be a champion? Like, I don't get it. Uh, so just mentally, I just don't think they're there. I think we're going to go to New York and take care of business. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it here. Like you said, thanks to good old Scotty F and, uh, and not having Jimmy there, but we knew it. Post game, uh, back game, Jimmy smiling and waving into the stands. We knew that this was going to happen once he came back in, and he once again twenty seven and ten yesterday. Beautiful. Another immediate reaction, though. Kevin Love has proven to be pretty valuable. Uh, I I didn't think that you know him initially in the playoffs wasn't really doing jack shit, but in this series, man, Kevin Love is proving to be a pivotal piece of this team on offense and defense. It seems at times. So that was a crazy immediate reaction for myself as well.
0: Can we get an immediate reaction for you giving uh cheeks Kyle Lowry some love? What's <laughs> uh, up, bro? Yeah,
1: man. I was getting there too. I was gonna say the second immediate reaction, Kyle Lowry, also looking very very well. I, it's so funny to to see. Just I love the Heat Twitter. Heat Twitter is the best thing in the world. If you guys don't know, like it's just so great but it's just great because they repost videos of all these Knicks guys crying about stuff. And they're like, Kyle Lowry is going to be the death of us this series. Who would have ever thought that, right? Like Kyle Lowry coming in, making such a big difference. Uh, freaking uh, Caleb Martin doing this thing too. Um, I just think the whole team is showing the fuck up and knowing that, yeah, Jimmy's going to be the guy, but he's going to have a lot of fucking help from us too. And I think it shows that they're playing as a team. And obviously Bravo to Spo man, every time he doesn't win coach of the year, which he still hasn't, is still a fucking disgrace to the NBA. Like, how do we keep letting this happen? Look at what he's doing in the postseason with the eighth seed. Like, that man deserves the whole orchard. Fuck just his flowers. Give him the whole fucking orchard. He, he deserves yeah. it all.
0: Yeah, Jazzy. So I hope we haven't stealing every <laughs> single take. Um, I know I said a few things. Slime said a few things. I hope we left you a little something on the tree. Um, immediate reaction from uh, Game 4. He Give me some Haywood
1: Highsmith talk, please. <laughs>
0: I mean, for the culture, look,
2: I I, I fucking love this franchise. I love this team. I love Spo. I love Pat Riley. I love Alonzo morning sitting right next to the fucking godfather. I love everything about this Miami Heat team. I love Jimmy Butler, everything that he's doing. He is having we spoke about this last night while we were watching the game. He is probably having the greatest postseason run in a four year signed contract with the team that I have ever seen specifically this Miami heat team. I know LeBron went to four straight finals and he won two of them, but what this guy is doing in this four year span that he's with, been it
1: with that surrounding I mean, cast,
2: that surrounding cast. I mean, it is spectacular. I just can't wait to see how this plays out. And You know, it's really pissing me off, all the hate that we're getting. And you're exactly right. This New York team is so overrated. We have stolen their heart. We've stolen their soul. And we are just ripping into them. And we're getting no love in the media, dude. They are just completely ignoring us. Even today, they're saying we're not going to know how really good this Miami Heat team is until they get to the next round and they face (laughs) Boston or Philly. Like, come on, guys. Now, I get it. There's a caveat. We went that first round. With two and a half games without Giannis. And then we went into the second round playing against the overrated New York Knicks. Fine. But in how's that how's that our fault that they're overrated? <laughs> not only that, but sense. in every step of the way, they've been doubting us and saying we're not gonna get past this, we're not gonna yeah. get past that. And yet here we are, still one game away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is beautiful. I love it. I I want them to continue to ignoring us so that the Miami Heat can continue just proving all of the so-called experts wrong, dude. Fuck it. Let's go Heat, baby. And along, uh, this Highsmith kid, yeah, man. Money, <laughs> baby. Another little fucking stolen guy that we've taken off of the D-League roster that nobody wanted, and we made him into another fucking formidable player. So
0: let's go. Yeah, it's, a, it's incredible. This team is, uh. not only do we have seven undrafted players, those seven undrafted players actually fucking play, bro. <laughs> and good. It's, it's and good. crazy. Yeah, and like They're you said, so Jason, well uh, every step of the way, they uh, keep picking the other team and we still win. And the Knicks get all this clout. Um, the, the Knicks have been the doormat of the Eastern Conference for the past 20 years. Like, Just because eh. they
1: beat Donovan Mitchell. That's all it was. That's all it took oh for them to God. beat a guy who's never done anything in the playoffs anyways. That's all it took for them to be elite. And then look at this. <laughs> We have an it, it,
2: ongoing joke with our New York fans where it's like, you know, welcome to another 10 years of irrelevance. So <laughs> last night I made that very clear to our uh, New York fan who was Jironsky. with us. So welcome to another 10 years of irrelevance.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy. But it's so uh, it's so nice to see the Heat kicking ass, doing good, Spose doing his thing. Uh, Jimmy is just doing playoff Jimmy things. I know he says that it's not a real thing, but fellas, the Numbers don't lie. Uh, The guy just completely elevates his game. Really beautiful to see. But um, on that, do you guys have any uh, final takes in regards to this playoff series and uh, playing out in the garden? Jazzy, I'll come to you first
2: you know i love it i think there's no better way for miami to bounce out or to move on to the next round than doing it at the garden with those crybaby new york Knicks fans it's going to be spectacular i think it's no better way for us to go out and get into that next round and i'm excited to see it
1: yeah and and i agree i, I want to just piggyback on that as well i think i want jimmy butler to point at ben stiller look him in the eyes and say fuck you it, yeah spike lee Fuck you too, by the way. And Stephen A. Smith up there on the what on the over there in the media section. Fuck you and to welcome too. All of them. See you later. See you later. See and they they get it, they get a, a two-week break. The only thing that sucks about the freaking game being tomorrow, uh sorry, Wednesday is that we got it. Oh yeah, tomorrow. That we have to see the Ice Cats play at the same damn time. Yeah. Uh, which is also in an elimination game, too, which sucks balls. And,
2: and you know what's good is that we we have a clear path to the finals. And and obviously we get to the conference finals. And if we can prolong this as long as we can, that's more rest for our guys. And that's a a, a, a closer timetable in which we may see Tyler Hero come back into the picture. So let's get this shit over with. Let's end it in New York. And let's fucking move on to the next round. You know what I'm saying? Because even like you said, when if we clear this out, it, it will be. I think they said it was like 10 days or something like that where the Miami Heat will not get any basketball being played. So that's a great rest. I think that's great news for us.
1: Heck yeah. And like you said, the, I didn't even think about that factor of Tyler Hero. Possibly, I've just read a report that he's actually ahead of schedule as far as healing goes. And it could be a super huge possibility that he comes back uh to play for the miami heat come eastern conference maybe any Conference times or maybe if we make it to the finals that he'll be ready to go come that time so y- you never know you know how, how it can go from here but it's it's damn exciting if we take care of business on wednesday night we get a nice long break jimmy's ankle gets to heal up they can fucking slam some beers and get ready for the next opponent And philly's up right now 42 to 34 on the celtics uh second quarter so it's looking good it's looking good for philly
0: i'm assuming you guys are talking about tyler hero yeah yeah, I'm sorry. I'm in Hialeah and I got that Hialeah internet connection, bro. It's rough out <laughs> here. <laughs> but um yeah, so uh, how far along did you guys get in the NBA playoffs? Talk to I missed anything other than Miami Heat?
2: Nope, it's going to be great it. for us to move on to the next round. And the quicker that we can get this done, we're going to have more time off. And, and that's more time for Tyler Hero to come back. That that pushes that timetable up. And like Ozzy said already, he's ahead of schedule. So who knows? We may be even be able to see him come back in the conference finals. That would be pie in the sky, but you never know.
0: Is there any chance that the Miami Heat are better off without Tyler Hero, considering the way all these role players are getting more minutes and being able to play more. It's almost as if I feel, I don't want to say Tyler Hero like the ball gets stuck with him, but if you look at our offense, it's just flowing so beautifully. Do you think Tyler Hero can come back into this offense and we would still have that same recipe? Or do you think he'll slow it down? Uh, I'm not too sure, but do you think, is there any chance we're better off without him? Jazzy, I'll go to you first. You know, slime, like this. Uh,
1: Jazzy, real quick before you go, slime, unplug your headset and plug it back in. We're getting a lot of static from your voice. So while uh, no, while well, Jazzy answers. Uh, try to
2: fix that up. Go ahead, Jay. There's something to say about that that uh, that theory, you know, or that situation, because when you think about it, this team is doing well. They're gelling well. Everybody seems to be in a rhythm. Now you throw another cog into that mix. Could it throw everything out of order? You know how sometimes when you know basketball is all about runs, basically. And say sometimes you got your starters in, they're just not moving the ball. So you want to switch things up. You bring your second team in, and all of a sudden your second team not only comes back into the game, but they They take take a very good surmounting lead. Now the other opposing team calls a timeout. Do you bring your starters back into the game or do you keep that mix that's been playing so well and getting you where you are into the game so i think this is going to be a very tough decision for Spo to make when tyler if tyler gets healthy but it's going to be interesting to see and you know what no matter what Spo decides i mean i fucking trust that guy that guy's a genius at what he does so whether he decides to sit tyler bring him off the bench or play him in limited minutes limited roles or not play him at all you know he knows what he's doing he sees him on a daily basis so he's got more information than we do
1: Yeah, and um, Slime we can't hear you just yet, but uh, I'll, I'll double check on, I'll double up on what Jason was saying, and I and I just think, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a big issue uh, for Tyler coming in the rotation. Shit, last year he won six man of the year coming off the bench, so I think that's probably gonna he's going to come in at limited minutes regardless. Probably going to end up being part of that second unit moving forward throughout the playoffs, since what we've been seeing has been working from the start. So uh, I think Spo, like Jay said, Spo is Spo. Uh, we've we've seen him do his adjustments mid game post-game, and it always works out in the end, you know, for the most part. So I'm looking forward to it, and I I really do think that Tyler's going to fit flawlessly in this lineup should he come back.
0: Yeah, I get a little bit scared because I see everything just going so well right now, but um, I think he'll come back and he'll fit in seamlessly, and Spo will figure out a good way to get him this minute. And this is all assuming we get to the NBA Finals. Um, We still got a round with the Knicks to finish, and uh, we still got the Eastern Cup. Finals, he's not gonna be ready for that, so we'll see how it goes. But um NBA playoffs, we got the Celtics and um the Sixers going at it. I know we spoke about this before, but it's tied two 2 is the Philadelphia 76ers still the team you want to play? Uh
1: yeah, I, I do. I, I mean I still think even though Boston uh, is you know kind of looks like they're swallowing themselves whole here and they're kind of letting these games get away from them. Um, They were up by five in overtime last game and they still ended up losing. So I I, I think that it's really just I don't know if it's the rookie coach. I forget what his name is, uh, is is the reason for behind it. But I still I still think they're a stronger team than Philly is. And we always run a closer (laughs) risk of Philly getting injured again and uh, us not even having to worry about Embiid or Harden in the Eastern Conference Finals, which could be. Another amazing feat for us, right? Uh, but so I think I I still think that rather that would be my preferred opponent versus going against Boston seven games.
0: It's so funny you say that because um, can, can you guys hear me? Yeah,
2: Sound great now,
0: yeah. yeah. So it's, it's so funny you say that because I was talking to Jazzy last night while we we're watching the Heat game, and I'm like, give me Philly, and like we're kind of going into the why, and the why nots, and I'm like, especially if we get Philly, the beat is liable to go down. Any fucking game, and then you got the Sixers without Embiid for that matchup, and boom, it, it, easier route to the to the NBA Finals. So, Jazzy, uh, actually, the same question we asked um, uh, Slime is: Do you still think we're going to have to take a bite out of that sandwich eventually, as you've been saying for weeks, or would you prefer a matchup against the 76ers?
2: Uh, well, all along, I, I've been saying I prefer the 76ers. I, I feel like we do match up better. Um, but I'm I'm going to stick with my pick. I still think it's going to be Boston. I, even though it's not looking good right now, uh, the series is tied 2 to 2 Um, but Philly is, uh, really working them right now in this game five. So, um, if MB can continue, like we said, uh, put up those 40 point games, then, you know, this will be a very interesting series, but I think all in all, and you guys would agree with me, talent for talent. Uh position by position, Boston just has a better roster than Philadelphia does. I think Philadelphia has uh one mismatch, and that's at the big man position. But for some reason, Al Horford seems to be Joel Embiid's kryptonite because he <laughs> defensively plays him so well, so dude. Well. And in that fourth quarter in which Philadelphia won, I think Embiid only had two points. And then in the overtime, he had another two points. So in those last two periods, he only had a total of four points. Your MVP. That was the James Harden game. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I really feel like Boston is a better team, but they may be in a situation where um, they're being outcoached, where they got a young rookie head coach going up against an experienced Dr. Rivers, and maybe he's just making the right moves at the right time that this guy isn't.
0: Well, I don't know how he's making the right moves at the right time. The series is tied 2-2, so it's not leaning in favor of any way and also, although Joel might have had those many points, you know what? At the end of the game, Joel Embiid is taking sh- shots while the Boston Celtics have fucking Marcus Smart shooting game winners. When you got Jason taking Tate- on Twice. the team, you got Jalen Brown. I don't trust the Celtics. When it comes down to it, you never know what the hell you're going to get out of them. You don't know who's going to close the game, but when the game's on the line in Philly, you got James Harden or Joel Embiid chugging that motherfucker up. Now, Fucking Tyrese Maxey or virus Harris, when on the other end, you got Marcus Smart and Marcus Brogdon closing out games for you. I don't know. To be fair, I think to it's series—it's—it's uh, it's not over. Um, I, I don't see how Doc Rivers is getting out coached just yet. I haven't seen anything blow my mind out the waters just yet. But um, it's, it's going to be interesting. And again, to be fair, to be <laughs> fair, did we didn't pick Philly though to win this series. We've always just said that we would prefer the matchup yes. with Philly. Correct.
2: Correct. I think things, that's the, the show's that? that's the show's statement right there. We prefer Philly, but it's probably going to be Boston. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Anything you want to add to that, Slim?
1: No, no. I think you hit it. You hit a home run. I think we're good there. Let's move on uh, to Crystal let's Hall. move on to Denver yeah. and Phoenix. What's going on over there?
0: Denver and Phoenix. That series is tied yeah. two too as well uh are you buying the phoenix kool-aid because i'm not buying it i don't think uh, they really
1: just don't have anybody else aside from that starting five now four like that's really much it like they I don't traded see all their
2: depth for fucking <laughs> kevin durant it's like it's like remember what the knicks did to get carmelo anthony they depleted their depth just to get the one deborah was so you know? good
1: with wilson chandler in that team like it was so funny like it just ended up being great yeah, i don't know um, but the I,
2: players that I don't the know players that they do have the players that they do have, Booker, that being Booker and Durant, those are two really good players. Like, those are two superstar players. And, and you know, basketball is a game where it's just five guys. And if you got one guy, he can make a world of a difference on the court. So they got two of those guys, you know. And if you can do, if they can continue to, which is going to be extremely hard, but if they can replicate those performances that they've had these last two games, man, this will be an interesting series because I'm a Denver. I'm a Denver believer. I believe in Denver. I believe in Jamal Joker Murray. Joker almost
1: scored 60. He did. And it He did. He did. <laughs> he, did.
2: He, did. <laughs> he did. But I, I believe in that team. I think they have a very deep team. I think they're a very good team. And uh, they can push the Suns, even though we all agree the Suns are talent-based. They're probably one of the best. They're probably the best team right now left out West. But I don't know. Denver, Denver looks good, man. I really like what I'm seeing from Denver. Even though yeah, they're put, coming off a loss. Yeah. I'll-
0: I'm not one to buy in on the Denver Nuggets, but it's not that I'm not buying the Nuggets. It's just that I really don't see how um, Phoenix can keep this up. You're going to need 50 points from fucking Harden and Booker every, every single night. I just don't find it sustainable. Slide, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, it's exactly true. They have no depth at all. They have nobody who can finish the game for them. They fucking might trade DeAndre Eight in this offseason, anyways. You can tell, like, he's checked out and he's not playing at his elite level. Oh, they lost Chris Paul. Um, yeah, it's just, I just feel like it, they're just outmatched at this point. And Denver has a lot of solid pieces around there. One being, you know, the back to back MVP, uh, the Joker. He's just truly unbelievable. The way he plays basketball looks like it's in slow motion and it cannot be stopped.
0: Yeah, um, I I was thinking about this today. Tell me what your thoughts of this are. I feel like the Miami Heat are the Denver Nuggets of the East.
2: How so? Um, Can you expand on that thought?
0: All right. You have a team full of no All-Stars. Then you have your one superstar. You also have a great coach. I mean – I don't know. I kind of feel like we are the Denver Nuggets of the East. I don't
2: know. Okay, except we're
1: better. You know,
2: <laughs> I, 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 I see that we're not tied
1: yeah. with our opponent right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now let, let me let me ask you this question. Now we're we're talking about the play of Booker and Durant. It's not sustainable that they can't repeat those performances, which they've already repeated them. They've done it twice. Now if Chris Paul finds a way to magically drink a healthy elixir and gets back onto the court and he's healthy does that change your perception or do you feel that at this stage of his career and what you've been seeing from chris it still isn't enough to uh surpass what you've been seeing from denver
1: well since he's been gone they've won two straight games they have <laughs> so so that's uh, that's kind of the proof in the pudding is all you need right there
2: well, oh, to counter right. that, just, just to play devil's <laughs> advocate, since Tyler's been gone, we've won. We're about to win two series. So what do you do? And that's why Slime don't
1: want him back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly- that kind of has nothing to do with your question. But either way. Oh, uh, well, it's I, bringing
2: I'm- a player back. Does Do you feel that that changes the outcome?
0: No, I, I don't think it does. And I think the reason Booker and KD are playing like this is because Chris Paul is not there. Chris Paul s- slows them down. They're not able to run and gun, yeah, play they're, fast. They're running gun players. Chris Paul come in, and he's setting them up for, what, a half-hour offense every single possession. So that's just my take, and that's how I see it. I don't think the return of Chris Paul helps them in any way. I think it makes it worse. Um, they have a better chance of just hoping each of these guys go for 50 every single game. What do you think?
2: Yeah. yeah, and, and, they have and no I, I they have to. <laughs> they have yeah. to hope so. And I know you guys don't think that's sustainable, but I think those. I I think superstars, if they if they see if a superstar who has a desire to overcome adversity and he sees and understands and knows what needs to be done in order to overcome that, I believe they can reach that level of play whenever they want and they can tap into that greatness. And these two guys are the type of guys that I believe they can tap into that greatness on any given night and seeing what it takes these past two games, I think they can replicate those
0: performances. Yeah, as, as much as I think it's not sustainable, I just, I can't disagree with you. If there's anybody who can do it, it's those two guys, yes. right? And I still don't believe it's sustainable. And I think Denver Nuggets, they're the number one seed for a reason. You know what I'm saying? They are a good team. They have a great coach. They have a two-time MVP in Jokic. As much as I don't think it's sustainable, I will agree with you that if there's anyone who can do it, it's fucking... Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I absolutely agree with you there. Slime, do you want to chime in on that take at all? No, you got it. All right, so let's get the fuck out of here. Lakers, Golden State Warriors. Uh, The Lakers are up 3-1. Who saw this coming? I didn't. (laughs) Not me. I think it's unbelievable what LeBron – I think it's unbelievable what Palenka did with this roster. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's crazy to see that this team is one of the best teams since – all-Star break, Uh Anthony, Anthony Davis is showing up. LeBron is in his 20th year, looking like he's 20 years old. Um, It's incredible what they're doing to the Warriors. I didn't see it coming. They're up 3-1. Is there any ounce of us that thinks um, Stephen Curry wants his, his revenge and wants to give LeBron a taste of coming back from 3-1? Jazzy, I'll go to you first.
2: That was going to be my take. I was hoping that you would ask that question. Um, I I figured you were going to ask, do the Warriors still have a chance? And I was going to say, I can't count out Steph, especially after saying what I said about KD and Booker. Steph is one of those players as well. You know, he can put up, he can tap into that greatness. And I feel like this team in particular, I mean, with their backs against the wall and the storyline that is being made, they got to have a chip on their shoulder. LeBron came back from three down three, one from them with that greatest team ever that even Draymond, it was a couple of weeks ago. He was on the stage and he said, look, I was on one of the greatest teams ever. Nobody ever talks about that team because we didn't win the championship. That shit still stings them. So this has to be some kind of extra motivation that they're going to use going into this game. And I can't count them out. I did say, hey, LeBron is LeBron, whether he was 20 years ago or today. He's fucking great. But I did not see this coming. Three to one. But if any team can do it, I really do believe it's the Golden State Warriors.
0: Yeah. I, even after that, um, I, they put a fork in them. I think they're done. Uh, there's, three, there's four games left, right? Four games? Three games left. Um, I don't think there's any chance that the Golden State Warriors go ahead and rip re- three in a row off on this team that's playing as good as they're playing. And um, if there's one shark in the water that you don't let smell blood, it's LeBron James. Uh, Slime on 100%. Out. Kick it over to you on what your thoughts are. And yeah. The Warriors have a chance.
1: No, I was just going to literally say, Jason, you're so wrong. I think they have zero chance of coming back uh, in this series. I, I really don't think. I was on the Warriors train last year. I said they gentlemen sweep the Mavs. Everyone called me crazy. They won the title. But this year, This team is not the same. This this cast with this clay and this Draymond, that bonehead play that Draymond did last night to loop for them to lose the game. Like, this team's just not that same team. They got their four rings. You know, obviously they want to win it. But now at this point, being down 3-1, there's no chance in hell that LeBron lets them climb back and win that to tarnish his own legacy, which he's been made which, which has been damaged by this fucking team that, that he lost to fucking three times already. So, like, he's not going to let this shit happen again. Not on his fucking watch. Not with a healthy AD. Especially being up 3-1. They're going to take care of business this next game. And I think they close it out.
2: And it's yeah, so crazy I, to think that Laker team, it all started with Ruri Hachimura
1: yeah that the was cold. the first
2: the first, that trade. Was the first trade it all started with him dude and how nuts would it be if lebron actually takes this team to the finals and it's bubble rematch Rangers. let's yes. fucking get it Bubble yes. rematch. everything coming full circle at the end of jimmy's four years before he comes back right there that would be so fucking dope i would love yeah. it love to see it that'd
0: be pretty awesome i think uh, both teams would probably get more i feel like teams take a lot of credit from lebron's championship that he won in the bubble and and I think Miami Heat doesn't get enough credit for making it to the finals. I think if they were both to meet, it would give those seasons a little more uh, validity uh, for for everything that they accomplished those years, and, and, and that would be amazing. Uh, not guys, only
2: that, not only that, but it'll be a historic NBA Finals because here's a little fun fact for you: no seed lower than the sixth seed has ever won an NBA championship. And do you know who that sixth seed was? Cuz I do. No. It was the Houston Rockets with Clyde oh. Drexler and oh. Hakeem Olajuwon.
0: That. that was
2: the lowest seeded team to ever win an NBA championship. So if these two teams make it to 8 seeds or an 8 and a 7, we'll make NBA history. You better put some
0: respect on Kenny Smith's name, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> seeing who he was with in the F1 weekend, boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about yeah, man. Let's segue into that. These guys, man, it's, it's got to be the money, right? Oh, Jeff, of course, of course. Did you see the woman that he was with? Oh my god! You
1: gotta Google it, I bro. It.
0: <laughs> it, bro, Shorty was just crazy, bro. She was just off the chain. But um, yeah, man. So uh, we'll move on. Is that every matchup? Did we touch every yep. playoff matchup? Yep.
2: Yeah, that's the playoffs, right there.
0: All right, man. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk a little. About Ice cats. Um. They wanted us. Rawr. They got us. The Toronto Maple Leafs led a whole arena of a chance screaming, We want Florida. Guess what? Now you got
1: Florida. You
0: got Florida. So it's just incredible the way this has turned around Toronto, one of the most historic franchise part of the original six teams that joined hockey we have them now 3-0 it's funny they have all this cloud but again it's like the new york fucking nicks the toronto maple news have never, never won anything but <laughs> wants to go against florida why is it florida versus everybody what oh it's done what have we done is so oh, we really have naked
1: know. dudes doing somersaults on the highway, uh, alligators hate. getting thrown through drive through windows. Uh, no. They, they want to
2: live here, bro. <laughs> we we live know. where they vacation. They hate us. We don't know. get we snow.
0: It's, <laughs> it's just incredible. We got, the beach. We the, got
2: the beach. The Panthers
0: are just balling. This guy, Brodsky, but but before that, before you think about everything that you're with the Panthers, it's just crazy. They fired their head coach. Uh, they got rid of one of our best Players, I'm not good with these hockey days. Who was the guy who who was just beloved by the fans? And it's just amazing to me how management and ownership could think, hey, let's let's fire the coach, let's fire our best player that the fans just truly love, and uh we'll get better. Like it just makes no fucking sense. But the team did not get better, they were the eighth seed last year. They were the first seed. All of a sudden, a light just switches and then. This team is just becoming world beater of slime. I'll come to you first. Do you have any insight? Is there any reasoning? What, what can explain what is happening with the ice cats? Is it just lightning in a bottle?
1: It, it's it's lightning in a bottle mixed with just uh, the kind of guy that Matthew Kachuk is. He's literally the Jimmy Butler of hockey. Like, he's that guy that came in with the big chip when he got traded over for, you know, to be the new face of the franchise. And he took that role on tremendously. He, he's aggressive as hell. He's fast. He's strong. He bullies everybody on the ice all the time. And everybody's following suit. Everybody's aggressive. Everybody's pushing hard. You don't see them, you know, playing that. Weight game. Everybody's just going. Even if it's one v three, like they just take the fuck off and they just play aggressive offense. And for some reason, uh, freaking Babrowski, he's he's he, the guy was what we were trading him. We had him done for Spencer Knight. He hadn't gotten into his shit, and then and then Lions, the kid we have now, we wanted to bench him for him, and now big bob is the fucking savior of our of, of of this of this fucking series of this even against the bruins it's just remarkable to see he's the highest paid goalie in hockey and he everyone called him overrated specifically us as fans and he's finally showing out why he's the best especially against this team and not only that just to put it in perspective this is considered the second best team overall in the entire tournament as well, Uh kind of matched up with the hurricane. So we went from a historic number one seed, the best hockey team to ever play, to, to ever play, to then play the second best team in the playoffs. And it's like, what the fuck? You can't catch a break. And now they have to win four straight fucking uh, matches against the Florida Panthers to, to come out of this hole. And I just don't see it happening. And I think, again, we close them out on i think we play at home ice uh again so it's going to be tomorrow. a freaking amazing game tomorrow and the florida library Arena the fuck it's called is going to be rocking it's going to be
0: so great yes yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because um the miami heat are an eighth seed the ice cats are an eighth seed and both of these teams play tomorrow on wednesday night and they both have a chance to advance to the eastern conference finals in their prospective sports tidal
2: town baby so, yeah, In uh, the beautiful beautiful.
0: To <laughs> hopefully that team behind jazzy can join them but we're not gonna dive into the dolphins right now jazzy uh more about the ice cats and um uh, I know we've been excited we've been watching a lot of the games together uh, is there any rhyme or reason that how we can explain exactly what is happening with this team and how are they just they are we world beaters they and they're on fire we got the toronto maple leafs three and oh a game away from a good old full broom sweep talk to me baby
2: you know playoff hockey is all about the goalie if you can catch a hot goalie and he gets hot at that playoff time you can ride him all the way to the stanley cup finals and you can win a championship you look at all past stanley cup finals their goalie just got super hot once the playoffs started and that's exactly where we are right now but is on a streak he is just seeing everything beautifully he's moving smooth on the ice he's in control he's not like panicky nervous And that's what's going on. And then, like Ozzy was saying, Kachuk, I mean, this guy is just fantastic. You know, Huberto, he was part of that core four, so that's why a lot of the fans down here, they were upset. But you bring in a guy like Kachuk who has that attitude, who has that experience, who who can play the way he plays, and you look at every goal that uh, or every uh, uh, scoring possession we have, he's a part of all of these possessions. You know, he's a key hog in everything that we're doing. Uh, What they did. They switched the formula around, you know, they were the number one team last year, winning the president's cup, but they didn't uh, get out of the, they didn't win anything. They come in this year and they start playing playoff hockey. And this is playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is tough, playoff hockey hockey is intense, playoff hockey is based on the goalie, and you gotta be mentally strong for playoff hockey. And that's what they did. They surrounded this team with some mentally strong players. And I love it. I can't love what to love to see what they're doing. And the stadium, the stadium's lit as fuck, dude. That the people are just going nuts down there. Like this is becoming a fucking hockey town, and that's awesome.
1: And the best part of it all. Bitch ass Tampa Bay Lightning are sitting at home watching it on
2: their couches. That's right. Fuck watching. So you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to the boy for Ver- too, man. These guys are just absolutely balling, mm-hmm. going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited for the ice cats
1: and you saw Udonis uh, uh, Haslam bang the drum to start the drum. wearing a Duclair jersey yeah. like dude, that's fucking and awesome and scored
2: a goal too and he, yes. and,
1: and he he got the game puck that game that's too right. they gave yeah. it to him afterwards yeah. that was super awesome this, this team is phenomenal I remember um, we got a black team hockey team. player <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking awesome <laughs> is Duclair the black guy?
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Haslam would wear the black guy's jersey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I got my uh, white son to do clear uh, jersey. Uh,
0: uh, and the game against uh, uh, Bruins, uh, when we won game five, I remember one of, one of the players told, told the team, he said, get comfortable with this locker room. Remember it, we'll be back, back for game seven. So, sure enough, they went back for game seven. So, that locker room. That was Kachuk. Team Bonding. Yeah, Kachuk said that to the team. And then you have uh, uh, game three, where we go into overtime, and you have all the players in the locker room talking about how get the I'm going to no. <laughs> score that goal
2: I'm going to score that goal i that goal the confidence <laughs> so like, level is through the roof with this team right now
0: it's, it's awesome you can tell game. the team chemistry is there, that locker room is lit uh, and hopefully tomorrow they can close it out and uh, same thing with the man Heat he, and let's see if we can meet them in the Eastern Conference Finals do, All it. Right, guys, uh, fucking do it uh, any last takes on the Ice Cats? Smile, baby. All right, let's do it. Uh, All right, let's have a little fun, guys. If you waited this long, here's the moment you've been waiting for. Slide. I'll kick it over to you for the good old fact of the day.
1: All right, all right. So, Jason, you recently started commuting to work again, so this uh, made me think of you. Uh, Did you know that it may feel a lot longer in the moment, but the average person spends two weeks of their entire life sitting at traffic lights? Oh. God, that I sucks, fucks, dude. It was more. Me too, right? <laughs> but two weeks, especially in Florida, for us it might yeah. be double because we're a little bit different down here. But two weeks of your entire life, so let's let's put that in perspective: twenty four times fourteen. Can you do that math in your head real quick? Mm, fuck
2: that! But yeah, that's sure. why when <laughs> I see the yellow light, I just like, and then you know, you get like two seconds with the red. It's three hundred and thirty six like, hours
1: at oh. at, a, at a red light. That's it's that's horrible. brutal. <laughs> no, How many days is that? Divide that by 24. I,
0: it's, well,
1: I already told you it's two like weeks, bro. It's two weeks yeah. of your life. Oh, there it's you go. Two okay. weeks. <laughs> 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 that's, that's that's the fact of the day. Days that you're just staring at. A light. <laughs> yeah, but you're just staring at a red light.
2: You know what? That's not a bad trade off when you think about it. An entire lifetime. Well, it depends the lifetime, I guess
1: imagine if you don't even have a car and you're just waiting that lights for two weeks in your entire life
2: <laughs> two weeks of my life and i don't even have a fucking car
0: now it's not so good of a trade-off right? <laughs> all right? right slide we'll kick it back over to you for the good old he did what he did what he did all what?
1: right so this one is actually from uh <laughs> this just happened like yesterday um It's going all over the news in Tennessee. Uh, Shout out to our cousin Johnny in Nashville. Yeah, show some freaks out there. But the headline goes as follows. A hotel guest alleges he woke up to find the night manager licking his toes. Whoa. What hotel is that? A Nashville hotel guest was sleeping soundly when at 5 a.m. he woke up to find a man licking his toes. Now the hotel's night manager has been arrested, is being accused of sexual assault, and is being sued along with the hotel. The hotel guest, Peter Brennan, says that when he woke up to the disturbing scene, he immediately started yelling at the man in his room who fled. The suspect has been identified as the night manager at the Hilton in downtown Nashville. This is a big, nice hotel that this happened to, uh, according to the Rocky McKayley Law Firm, which represents Brennan. Um, So Brennan told hotel security about the alleged assault. They did not appear to take the complaint seriously at first, but he went to the police because apparently this has happened more than once. So... That is your he did what. Make sure you put the lock on your door that closes it from behind because you might wake up or might not even notice your toes have been getting sucked this whole time. Nice. At least in I'm
0: Was staying Denver at the... In the back front of the TV of the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> what, is oh, what is going on here, man? He <laughs> yeah, had the insane. Panthers overtime game on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But that's here. He did what for this week, ladies and gentlemen?
2: Careful with your yeah, hotel it, rooms.
0: Damn. It, insane, bro. It's insane. I can't like, go to the I, Hilton anymore. Then, not Hilton. It's done for the Hilton. We Got to find. Uh, what was it? Uh, what we were we just talking about? Renting a, a hotel over the, or for South Carolina? It's like what was, was it? <laughs> oh,
1: we go. We go. We go to La Quinta or Embassy Suites, though. Something. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> no, Best Western. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy shit. That's
1: Western, dog. You're
2: locking your door for a whole nother reason. <laughs> You're still locking your door. It's just a different reason.
0: What is the what is the worst hotel experience you ever had, Jazzy, while we're here?
2: Oh, my God, dude. I, I can't even tell this story on air. It's got a lot of things that happened. So let's just move on, all right? Why are we bringing up old shit for <laughs>
0: have you ever walked into a hotel that you didn't want to be in
1: Oh uh, yeah 100 percent. in uh san diego we went to a best western <laughs> and walked in that bitch and it was just disgusting but we were so damn drunk we just laid flat down in the bed and fell asleep and then woke up the next morning called it a day and went home <laughs> just didn't even touch anything inside the hotel room <laughs>
2: There was this one time I was in North Carolina and um, I was going. My plane had got stuck, so I had to find a last minute hotel. So I took a Uber and the guy tells me, so where are you staying? You know, the Uber is just trying to chit-chat me. And he's like, oh, I know where you're going. And he said it in this very ominous tone that I was like, oh, fuck, what does that mean? You know, so the dude drops me off leaves. I walk inside the hotel, all I did was open the door at the end of the hallway, it's just like it's 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 a scene that even if I describe it to you, you won't believe me. There's this big white guy. He's like six foot three. He's not wearing a shirt. He's got that oh, belly that just comes out, you know, that that Burt Kreischer type belly, and it's all hairy. And he's holding this tiny little Chihuahua, and he's arguing with another older white lady across from him. And the 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 manager is this old Asian Indian. Indian lady who's trying to tell them to relax. I open the door. They all stop arguing. They look at me from down the hall. I turned around and got the fuck out of there. I just <laughs> left. That was my worst ever hotel experience. I didn't stay there. I just left and went somewhere else.
0: You know, it, it's so funny to me when you say that the Uber driver spoke to you. In, in what way did you say?
2: In an ominous tone.
0: It's such an ominous tone. All, all I see is you Speaking that way, the way you talk to the audience when you make this show really fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> i like, that, That's I envisioned myself being the passenger, and I saw you t- talking to me in an ominous tone, and it really <laughs> fucking, fucking creeped me out. Hey, man.
2: <laughs> I love the crowd.
0: It's so funny. Fucking, uh, one time, me and Dio, we drove all the way to fucking Tennessee, and Dio's like, a real finicky dude, you know what I'm saying? And so we found the cheapest hotel we could find, bro. We opened the door, and Dio, Dio goes, "Oh no!" I in <laughs> and if you know Dio, like you know exactly like the way he said it and the way he felt, we ain't last over two seconds, <laughs> It was like you got me fucked up, dog. I <laughs> sleep- fucking car i'm not coming to this room (laughs) we were able to go back to the lobby we got our buddy back real quick um it was just so funny man but yeah hotel horror time there you go uh we're gonna wrap it up and get up out of here but before we go it is now time for the spotlight moment of the night brought to you by the circle of slime jazzy J. the spotlight's on you shine bright baby
2: Hey, listen, as always, for you guys on the the other side of that lens, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. This is my favorite time of the week, and I hope for you guys you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it. Uh, Continue your likes, continue your subscriptions, continue your shares. Remember, sharing is caring. Uh, The Florida Panthers are on a freaking tear. Vegas has them as plus 100 home underdogs. So if you want to place a bet, Place your money on the Panthers. They're going to fucking sweep and go to the Eastern Conference Finals on the same night that the Miami Heat are going to gentlemen sweep the New York Knicks and make it themselves to their own Eastern Conference Finals. So, Florida, enjoy this sports that we got going on. Let's root hard and heavy for our home team. Love you guys. Can't wait to do this shit again. I'm getting Ted Lasso ready to
0: watch. (laughs) And like he always says, bet your money, not our money. Slime, mm-hmm. you go. I have the spotlights on you. Shine bright,
1: baby. Yeah. I just want to say again, like, subscribe, rate, review, all of our platforms, guys. If you, uh for- Formula One was in Miami this past weekend, if you were there, please show us some love on Instagram and tag us so we could see all the action that you were up to during those weekends and all the fun times you had, along with the Salute Slime Beer Series. Please continue to do that as well. Just want to, you know, Give a shout-out once again to our Miami Heat and our Florida Panthers. Make sure you guys watch the game tomorrow. And uh, hopefully we get a dub and run this fucking postseason down here and get a title town going because that's what we do.
0: Yo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like we always do every episode, wherever you're at, wherever you are, if you made us, the Circle of Slam, a part of your day, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we love you. It's me, your boy Skinny, Jazzy J, and the one and only Aussie fucking fresh. See you. See you. At least let him get his piece out in first. Because I don't trust
2: y'all. Y'all try to cut me off before I could do my thing. <laughs> my fans expect it, man. <laughs>